What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Agree to Disagree with Mike Brazuda and Bob Labriola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, what should be another should be award winning edition of Agree to Disagree, the show with the motto, I'm right. He's wrong. He's Bob Labriola. I'm Mike Brasuda. And, uh, Things are happening here at Agree to Disagree headquarters. I am recording from uh, beautiful Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. Labs is out in the weeds wherever he resides when he uh, comes up with these things. But I got to tell you, uh, the word is out. The people have spoken. When I showed up to work today and and this beautiful facility where I record from Bridgeville, you have to drive up a long, winding hill to get here. And when I showed up at at about uh, 5.55 this morning uh, in advance of the DVE morning show. The people were already lining both sides of the road. They were chanting my name, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. They wanted to change. They heard Labs do the open last week. They had heard enough. They had seen enough. They wanted change. They wanted the next big thing. They wanted to turn the page and move forward and begin the next phase of agree to disagree history. So Labs, I am opening the show this week, and it's up to you to be a good teammate and contribute any way you can. <laughs> well, um, I'll do I'll do the best I can. I mean, when they were chanting your name, those weren't people that you owe money to, are they? Not to my knowledge, but I was driving pretty quickly <laughs> just in case. Uh, we've got a lot to unpack today because things are happening, not just here in Bridgeville, but with your favorite football team one and three and they got there by beating the Bengals in Cincinnati in the opener and losing the next three in succession including a 24 to 20 come from ahead loss at home on Sunday against the J-E-T-S Jets 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 Labs after all that uh admit it or don't but uh the Steelers are in a rebuild mode and it's going to be more than a one-year job uh I agree uh, I know that uh you know, Dan Rooney was always a firm believer of never giving up on a season, never giving up on a game even. Uh, and he once told me that he saw things like setting a goal of, you know, finishing 500 or playing young guys during the regular season to see what they can do or using terms like rebuilding season. He saw all of that stuff as making excuses or maybe from his view, uh, it was more Uh, like setting up the players and the coaches to make excuses or to be satisfied with something less than legitimately competing for a championship. And I get that. But I also think that within, you know, the decision makers, there has to be a realistic approach to things uh, because 
the reality is is that you in the NFL and the way it's set up, you cannot really be a legitimate championship contender year after year after year, one decade to the next. I mean, the system is just set up to discourage that kind of thing. And, and you know, looking back on the Steelers now uh, for a little bit, you know, I think in a lot of ways, Ben Roethlisberger was a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know, he was a guy whose presence always gave the Steelers a chance. But I think his presence also uh, maybe masked some deficiencies that weren't addressed as soon as they should have been. You know, you look back, um, and I know I'm going back here a little bit, but look at that 2008 defense, the one that was on the uh, last Super Bowl championship team. Troy, Aaron Smith, Casey Hampton, Kiesel, Farrier, and then a little bit, a couple of years later with James Harrison. I mean, those guys all got old together. And that, you, that's a huge rebuilding job. But I believe it was put off because the Steelers had Ben. And now, you know, I love Kevin Colbert to death. And I got two Super Bowl rings thanks to him. But I remember when he said publicly after the loss to Green Bay in Super Bowl 45, we were good enough for second, but second isn't good enough. Now, you know, that's an admirable, uh, you know, and it's a catchy slogan and it rhymes and everything or whatever. Um, but it created an unreal ex expectation that lives to this day. I mean, the reality is players get old and need to be replaced, and if they're great players, replacing them is hard. So um, with a quick spin around the roster, you know, I was looking at young guys like Najee and Pickens and Pickett and Fryermuth and Watt, Highsmith, Minka, the Marvin Leal, there's some others to build around. But, I mean, you know, you look at that offensive line, there's no Hall of Famers on there like there was when Alan Fanica played or first-team All-Pros on it when you had DeCastro and, and uh, um, uh, the center Hardings, um, you know. So, and it takes time to accumulate those guys. So, yeah, they're in a rebuild. Whether they want to say it out loud or not, uh, they are. I disagree with the uh, going to be more than a one-year job aspect uh, of the subject for discussion. They are in a rebuild, retool, whatever you want to call it. I don't really care about the semantic descriptions, but I look at that offense, and you mentioned some of those names, uh, Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. We haven't seen Calvin Austin the third yet. Uh, I still think Chase Claypool can be an impact player, and uh, – as of Sunday, at least, Kenny Pickett was inserted at quarterback. I think your offense is in place, and uh, now it's just a matter of getting those guys experience and letting them build cohesion and chemistry and figure out how to work together, uh, get better individually, get better collectively. The nice coincidence is you can play the guy, if you so choose, that gives you the best chance to win a quarterback. I personally think that's Kenny Pickett right now and still build for the future while not uh, giving up on this season, even at one and three. The defense, I think, has got some issues. That's why you have free agency. That's why you have the draft. That's why you have a quarterback on a rookie contract that you don't have to spend $35 million a year on to screw up your salary cap. Go get yourself uh, a D lineman, an inside linebacker, and a cornerback, and uh, show up next year ready for Bear. Well, let me just make my my own self clear. I'm not giving up on anything either. I mean, I'm not in favor of um, 
you know, let's see what the young guys can do as an example the rest of this season. That's oh, no, stuff I, that I, I, didn't get, I didn't get that uh, impression. Okay, but I just want for the listeners. Yeah, well, um, they're not our, as sharp as me, thousands, so it's, a, it's probably a good right, correction. The hundreds of thousands of listeners, you know, yeah. when this is uh, played for the Emmy committee, you know, I want them to understand uh, that, uh, you know, exactly what I mean. And some of the things you just mentioned, a quarterback having a quarterback on a rookie contract, go out and get this, go out and get that. You know what they call that? Rebuilding. Yeah, but it, that, I think that stuff can all be done, or a lot of it can be done next offseason. And uh, we'll see uh, in what position uh, they wind up working from to get it done. Okay, statement number two. After what you saw on Sunday, would you be sticking with Pickett? Yeah, absolutely. I think we covered that a little bit uh, just a minute ago. But uh, what I have seen from this guy, and uh, full disclosure here, Labs, he, he played at Pitt for uh, 13 years. But uh, I don't do a lot of coverage of Pitt football, so I watched him on TV some. I think I, I was at a press conference where he was interviewed maybe one time. I really didn't know much about Kenny Pickett. I listened, uh, and uh, starting with uh, the draft, uh, Art Rooney II uh, came on uh, our coverage on SNR and uh, ESPN Pittsburgh and talked about not only that they liked his game, but his maturity, his humility, uh, just the kind of guy you want to represent your team, I believe is how Art put it. I'm paraphrasing that. Uh, but not, it wasn't just the performance. It was the person as well as the player. And I've seen nothing but uh, verification of that, including Sunday. I know the idea isn't to win the press conference, but I thought he won the press conference after the game, in part by trying to take every question back to, we lost. That's that's all that matters. I mean, here's a guy that made his NFL debut and had the stadium chanting his name, and he scores two rushing touchdowns, and he makes some back shoulder throws on third down, and uh, he didn't want to hear any of that or discuss a whole lot of that. He wanted to focus on we got to be better next time and win the game. I think he plays with fire. I think he plays with enthusiasm. I think he plays with emotion. I think all those things are infectious on his teammates. I think he's willing to take chances, and I think he has skills. Is he going to make more mistakes like the two catastrophic ones he made that helped lose the Jets game that he had helped put the Steelers in position to win. I'm talking about the bad pitch to Jalen Warren, and I'm talking about a pass to Pat Fryermuth that should have been thrown into the club level on that side of the stadium, and instead it ends up being a tip pick that helps change the game. Yeah, there's going to be some more bumps in the road, but I think he will learn from them, grow from them, be better for them, and uh, yeah, I'm full speed ahead with KP8. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you in the statement. Uh, I'm going to look at it from a little bit of a different uh, vantage point. However, you know, we're, we're of the same mind in terms of, you know, what should be done moving forward. You know, I still don't believe that the Steelers are one and three only because of quarterback play. But that said, you know, that to me, that argument now is, is a moot point because Mute, the head coach a, may... A, a old coach used to like to say. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but after Mike Tomlin made the move for the second half of the Jets game last weekend, okay, then I'm looking at how Kenny Pickett um, reacted to that the, the, the reality of the situation that was his first appearance in an NFL regular season game. Um, at no point did I detect from where, you know, my vantage point in the press box, that the, that the situation was too big for him. It was not, okay? And um, the way the team responded to him, I think is a, um, 
an important characteristic for a quarterback to have and to be able to mobilize uh, in in future appearances. Oh, I like that word. Mobilize. What mobilize? Yeah, good one. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And, um, you know, the, the other thing about it is, you know, this to me was, this was inevitable. Uh, from the moment Roger Goodell said Kenny Pickett at the podium into the microphone at the 2022 NFL draft. I mean, you just don't pick a guy, a quarterback in the first round, you know, to have him stand around on the sideline with a, you know, a, an earpiece in his ear listening to, you know, the play calls come in just so he can, you know, be up to the, uh, what's going on in the game. And so, um, once it happens, then you see the way the guy reacted, the way he played, and I will agree with you too. There were some good, uh, but those that that interception of Friar move, yeah, uh, it should have been thrown in the into the club level. You know, um, it, it should have knocked over are, drinks along the bar. It, well, um, which would have know, been a shame, but you know, short term misery, long term benefit, right? But yeah, but let me let me make this point as well. Um, you know, those are the kind of throws, in my opinion, Kenny Pickett has to understand he doesn't have the arm for those late throws all the way across the field and the sideline, you know, throwing it into the stands is one thing, but when you're trying to make a throw outside the hash mark, uh, across the field, uh, to the sideline in an NFL game, not in an ACC game, you can't do that. You can never do that unless you're Ben. Ben can do that. Um, you know, maybe the guy, um, you know, who's uh, being investigated for fraud down in Mississippi, he could do that when he played. Um, the guy who's, you know, messing up the uh, Broncos, uh, thinking he's a team president, he could do that when he played. Um, but that's not Pickett's game. And I really just think that that's one of the things that I would like to see him accept, maybe, uh, because. You know, trying to uh, write checks that your right arm can't cash, that's no way to uh, go about life in the NFL, son, to quote Dean Wormer, to paraphrase Dean Wormer. So, um, but still, saw way too much to like, uh, and the, the commitment to him was made back in April. And so, let's go. Here we go. See, it's the Kenny Pickett era until, in my opinion, he stays in there, even through a bad performance or a couple in a row, uh, and le- as long as he's healthy enough to play, he he's he's he should be the starter. Now, would you be opposed to him entertaining you while he uh, starts these games? Well, I'll tell you what. Unlike you, I am most entertained uh, when the club wins. That is my entertainment. If um, you know, because and I am of of, of the same mindset as uh, young Kenny Pickett. It all comes back to winning as he won the, as you mentioned, he won the post game, uh, by continually going back to that. That's, that's another reason that I'm so much on board with moving forward with this guy, because if he was down in that, uh, press room 
or the interview room, you know, giving you, and he didn't do any of this. Let me say this in advance. He didn't do any of this. But if he was going back to the Bula Bula college stuff and, you know, all of that kind of stuff that you can get away with um, when you're a college player, then I would say maybe he's not mature enough for this. Maybe he's, it is too big for him. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But, you know, he gave it the, that was one of the things I always liked about Ben right from the beginning. You know, how do you measure yourself, Ben, against, well, how many Super Bowls did I win? Oh, that I like that. I like that attitude. I like that perspective uh, in my in the guy who's going to be the quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I I can be entertained, but I'm with I'm with Pickett on this. I am most entertained um, when uh, I'm on the right end. I'm on the correct end of the scoreboard. Yeah, and just to beat the dead horse a little bit more because he really did impress me with the way he handled himself. The context was this is a, a first-round pick who played his college ball in the city where he's now playing professional football, and he came into a game and rallied the team and scored two rushing touchdowns and did some things, and there was no, oh, we lost, but, man, it's a dream come true. I, I, I made it to the NFL, or I, right, I scored a touchdown. Right. I'm going to send that ball to mom. All right? And the, the media was continuing to try to get that type of emotion out of him, and he just didn't want to go there. He didn't want to offend the fans who were chanting his name, but he wanted everyone to be clear that what he will remember most from his NFL debut is they lost. And I thought that was pretty cool stuff. Uh, last but certainly not least, Labs, the most disappointing aspect of the overall performance through four games has been the play of the defense. Agree or disagree? Uh, I'm going to disagree. Um, I, I like the choice of the word disappointing because um, that that would be um, the, the adjective that I would use for the unit um, that has the most – collection of first team all pros so to me that's a uh, a good measure of talent uh it also has i believe the highest um coaching iq for lack of a better phrase in terrell austin and brian flores kind of at the at the top or one and one a at the top uh, of the defensive coaching staff uh but i also think that um I have enough disappointment to go around <laughs> with with what has been happening through the first four games, and I'm not oh, letting I'm anybody. I'm sensing you're like Santa Claus at disappointment. Here's some for you. Here's some for you. Here's some for or Oprah. You right. know, like yeah, right. You got a big bag um, of disappointment you're lugging around right now because I'm not letting the wide receivers off the hook this easy. I'm just not. Um, you know, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Gunnar Olszewski really to me have not been what I, what I saw uh, this summer, and they have not been what I thought uh, they could be. I mean, there are plays every game, every game that should be made by different wide receivers that are not made by different wide receivers. And, you know, we're going into the, um, you know, the, the whole uh, Mitch Trubisky got benched, and we talked about that, and uh, we both agree that it, you know, it, maybe it was time, maybe it wasn't, but since it was done, uh, it is now time to move on. Uh, but if some of those plays uh, were made by wide receivers in those first three games, I don't know that we're that Kenny Pickett is now uh, the, the the in our mind that the agree to disagree choice as the starting quarterback moving forward. Um, 
you know, those guys, you know, combat catches. I mean, we can talk about, um, and, and it's a valid point, that, you know, Mitch Trubisky maybe wasn't uh, as aggressive down the field, uh, put trusting in some of the receivers to make plays. But you know what? If I'm him, uh, I, I, I threw enough of those where plays weren't made that maybe I'm a little gun shy or maybe I'm not as trusting as, um, you know, you need to be or should be or ought to be or what, whatever those things. So, um, yeah, I'm disappointed in the defense, but I'm disappointed in the wide receivers as well. I'm going to uh, agree with the statement. Uh, I'm profoundly disappointed in the defense, and I get what you're saying about the offense, and Trubisky seems like a natural uh, candidate uh, to, to counter the statement because, hey, he was the starting quarterback and he got taken out of the game in the fourth game of the season, so clearly he wasn't lighting it up. But I wasn't expecting Mitch Trubisky to be Josh Allen or Joe Montana. I was expecting him to be a uh, game-managing, place-holding type of guy who just kept things moving while the defense did the heavy lifting to win uh, win the games, uh, particularly in the early going. I know T.J. Watt hasn't been playing. I, I know he is the reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year. But, uh, boy, it's got to be better than this without him, doesn't it? And if you look at all four of these games – uh, even the one that uh, they won in Cincinnati, they gave up uh, a late game touchdown that should have got them beat, if not for the Bengals being unable to uh, successfully convert the extra point. And uh, we're seeing uh, some run defense issues resurface, which they spent so much time, effort, energy, uh, money, resources uh, trying to fix. And and you look at the fourth quarters. Uh, what happened against the Jets, Bob? I'm still scratching my head. Because, uh, yeah, did they just remember T.J. Watt wasn't playing in the fourth quarter? I mean, the Jets did almost nothing for three quarters, and then they were unstoppable. It was like Joe Willie Namath was back under center. Uh, I don't know what's going on on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they got to figure that out. Uh, those guys have to be better. Yes, they do, <laughs> as, do the wide, as do the wide receivers. Because otherwise, you know, in maybe another four games, um, maybe the fans will be chanting Mason, Mason, <laughs> Mason. You know, they because might. Because they might. You gotta, you gotta be helping out the quarterback and make plays, um, not only down the field, over the middle, on the sideline, um, catch the ball when it hits you in the hands. Let's start with that. You know, I, I would give the uh, citizen recents they were chanting my name and all. A little bonus, uh, <laughs> bonus question here, or bonus point. Do you do you agree that it's amazing, or disagree that we just went through this whole thing and didn't mention the offensive line? Uh credit to them. And that's what they like, you right? Know? If they just do their jobs, they don't get mentioned, and nobody complains. Right, right. But I'll tell you what. Um, n- not that there was. Uh, a lot of complaining maybe uh, to be assigned to them. But uh, I-, I thought the the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 got too much pressure on the quarterback than their um, players slash abilities warranted. Oh, they're not bucking. So, the, the O-line's not bucking for all pro, don't get me wrong. But I just think right. s- some progress has been made there and it's sort of solidified, uh, yes. which, which gives you a chance moving forward. Yes. Yes, that's everything good. that you just said. 
That is going to do it for us. Uh, I want to thank everybody for lining the streets and chanting my name and facilitating <laughs> this change with me as the lead dog uh, here on Agree to Disagree. It is, of course, the show with the motto, I'm right. He's wrong. So, you know, me being right, oh. why wouldn't I be the lead dog? Labs, thanks for contributing. Thanks for being a teammate. Thanks for playing a complimentary role and uh, allowing me to shine uh, the way that I was brought here to shine. We'll do it again soon. And, and to all those people lining the streets, Mikey will uh, put your checks in the mail uh, real soon for the money he owes you. <laughs> Thanks for finding us. We'll talk to you next week. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.